Welcome to You Gotta Have Faith. What is faith? In Hebrews 11, chapter 1st, verse, the Apostle Paul writes, Faith is the substance of things hoped for and evidence in things not seen. One playwright wrote that it's believing you see white when your eyes tell you black. It's a belief when no one else believes. Dr. King says if you don't believe in something, you'll fall for anything. This is a podcast about faith. This is a Christian podcast where we share our faith and belief in God and also in mankind, the goodness and kindness in mankind. In today's world, we see lots of ugliness based on racism, misogyny, and age-old grudges. But there's goodness in all of us. There's goodness in this world. But it begins with our belief. you got to have faith. This is Reg Clay. Hello, Craig Dickerson and here. And Craig Dickerson. Hello, Reg. Hey, it Good. is uh, January the 6th, 2018. Happy 2018, Craig. Happy New Year, man. All right. How are you? Doing good. I haven't seen you since uh, before Christmas. So. I know. I know. We had a week off. Mm-hmm. A week, well, not really off, but doing yeah. a lot of stuff. Yeah, the family's doing good. Daisy's doing good. Daisy's doing good. We went back to D.C. did all That's your right. stuff. That's right. Right on. And voided the, uh, what do they call it, the, uh, the, the... They got some crazy uh, name for it. The uh, the boom boom. There's a bomb blizzard or something going on. It's it's really really cold over on the east coast, and luckily I avoided it. Although I still have a cold, but oh no, it is what it is. Uh, hang in there. Yeah. Hang in there. So uh, yeah, so the bomb uh, blizzard. That's right, bomb blizzard. Whatever. Yeah, whatever they call it. <laughs> oh gosh. So the greatest American weather. Right. Exactly. <laughs> um, I'll open us up in prayer. Oh please do. Yeah. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for this new year and for bringing us together once again to uh, praise your name. We ask that you um, guide us as we go through your um, the Bible verses, through your word. And we ask that you touch us and that you guide us as we try to understand you to bring us closer to you. And we ask that all of anyone who listens to the podcast will be blessed and be touched um, by your word. In Jesus' name we pray. In amen. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right. So, today. Yes. Today, we... Genesis 1, <laughs> 1. We start from the start. Yeah. We start from the start. Everybody, open your Bibles and turn to page 1. Exactly. <laughs> Usually, I'm flipping the pages and going here. It's like, okay, wait a minute. Deuteronomy, right, Judges, yeah, Judges, Judges Ruth, Samuel. But no, Genesis 1, 1. And I'm reading 1 all the way through where? Uh, we're doing... Uh, uh, the track today is is Genesis uh, one verse one through five. Okay, perfect. And uh, yeah, it's, I guess it seems appropriate. And uh, all the all the different Christian faiths are have have collided together and decided to do this. One. Yeah, <laughs> so. I'm going to switch it up for 2018. I'm going to read from the King James version. Right. I just love the poetry of it. Yeah. All right, here we go. Genesis one one King James version. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth, and the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. And God said, Let there be light, and there was light. And God saw the light, that it was good. And God divided the light from the darkness. And God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. And the evening and the morning were the first day. Wow. That's it. That's all we got, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of neat. That's, 
you're you're right. That's a that's a beautiful version. Yeah, it is. I've yeah. got I've got one a version where it says in um, in uh, verse two, God's wind swept over the waters. Wow. And in other versions, I've heard it's God's breath. Yeah. Swept over the waters. So, you know, different people have uh, uh, yeah breath wind. You have spirit. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a. That's kind of cool. That's kind of cool. But uh, but that's it. That's that's what we've been. That's what we've been looking at <laughs> the last yeah. week. That's what I was looking at on Wednesday. Yeah. And, and of course, twenty eighteen. Any new year is a new beginning. And of course, you know, we, as we begin, begin talk about the Bible and the beginning mm-hmm. of the creation of everything, you and I were talking off mic about. Um, Father Justin had a um, a guest preacher. Yeah, we went. Uh, well, it was uh, we had a guest preacher mm-hmm. on Sunday who he actually took it, and I'm going to turn to John. Okay. Uh, uh, Book of John, um, which is I, I think I think it's John. Hold on a second, let me find it here. No, uh, <laughs> no, uh, yeah. So John one, um, John chapter one in the very uh, first few verses. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God, mm-hmm. and the Word was God. The Word was with God in the beginning. Everything came into being through the Word, and and without the Word, nothing came into being. What came into being through the word was life, and life was the light for all people. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness does not extinguish the light. So that's kind of uh, a reflection on Genesis 1, you could say. Yeah. Instead of talking about the world, you know, he talks about God and the word. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, the, preacher, the guest preacher went on to say, like, well, in Greek... The word is logos, and logos means, you know, a bunch of different mm-hmm. possible meanings and creation being one of them. Right. And so forth. And mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. It's just, it, it, I mean, you could you could just get piled into all this semantics yeah. about when this. I, yeah. When I think about Genesis, when I think about the creation of not just the earth, but the universe, um, whether... You you believe in uh, the Big Bang theory, or if you are a strict, you know, um, creationist, uh, where, um, but I, I think of just a place where there's no pollution, there's there's no, I mean, there is it, it is absolute purity. It's almost like a baby, you know. And mm-hmm. we talked about the birth of Christ, mm-hmm. where absolute purity, no imperfections, no impurities. You know, uh, man has not had time to defile. Or to create any junk mm-hmm. of anything, it is the absolute pureness of, of everything. And um, and I think about you know what was there a time in my life and you know like a where where things were totally in peace, where where things were totally um, yeah you were serene. Saying, yeah, you were saying you know like like when you were a youngster. Yeah, when I was a youngster, uh, you know, I can't, I had a very um not well tumultuous. I mean, I think people have more tumultuous, uh, but there was a lot of chaos going on in my life. And um in the summer of 84, um I had I just got accepted to Duke Ellington School of the Arts and um and things were wonderful and dad had just um 
hooked up with uh, a new woman in his life, and we were starting a new family. And it was a new beginning. It really was a new beginning, sort of a new genesis for us. And I remember we went to Ocean Beach, which is in um, Maryland. Uh, I know there's an Ocean Beach uh, in California, but this is in one in Maryland where a lot of folks from D.C. Uh, go to vacation. Um, that's about the closest beach that you can uh, find there. And I remember just getting on a, um, a, a floating thing and just relaxing. And I had no... No worries on my mind. It was no, oh, the principal's going to call my parents. No um, bullies are going to get me or anything like that. It was really just a, a time of tranquility where, and I, I think about, you know, like our lives, like you may think right now as you're listening to the podcast, when is the last time I had no worries? I didn't have to worry about bills, about um, what my children need or uh, what the boss is getting on me about. When is the last time we had absolute peace where there's our minds were just totally clear mm -hmm. i'm sure for a lot of us it's, it's a while it's or, been a while yeah. or you could think of one episode or whatever yeah right but right, right. Where you totally take it all yeah. take it all away and just be at at rest yeah. at peace a total reset right that's a lot of what this you know i was telling you, you know, this mm -hmm. book of genesis historically was not the very first book written in the bible even mm -hmm. though it's the first one you know when you op when you crack it open right it was written you know later on after mm -hmm other stories and, and such but um, it comes from a, a it's it's derived from a lot of different even older more ancient creation myths and they all kind of share a lot of similarity I was telling you for instance uh, mm -hmm. they unearthed in the early 19th century mm -hmm. this, uh, they, this German um, archaeologist unearthed uh, these ancient Babylonian texts that yeah. go back three, four thousand years, mm -hmm. and uh, with language that predated Hebrew by a lot. And what they found were, wow, a lot of similarities to this biblical, mm -hmm. you know, creation yeah. myth. In fact, they, they you know they wrote a very controversial paper about. Bible and Babel, you know, mm. because it was the ancient Babylonians and 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 the Babylonians, you know, were in exile. Yeah, and uh, you know, and and they needed a restart. That's where Genesis came from. Mm -hmm. uh, was the Babylonians were in exile? Mm -hmm. uh, everything was in chaos. They needed to start over. They needed a you know a restart for their people. Uh, uh, and they thought, well, what are we going to do? Let's go back to the beginning. Go back to the very beginning mm -hmm. and find, you know, some kind of allegory and some kind of sense that will let people understand mm -hmm. this is why we're here. This is our purpose. Yeah, and people have to understand that the Bible, I mean, the Bible in the form that we have right now, the, the Bible that I have in my lap right now, was created. I you know the history better than I do. I'm just learning. You know, yeah, but you know, like when the Babylonians were, um, I guess, formulating Genesis, what would be what would become the Book of Genesis. Mm -hmm. There had already been texts. Well, there were ancient ancient Babylonians before them who had created all these crazy, you know, creationist myths. You mm -hmm. know about, you know, similarities and differences. We can talk about they they had lots of different gods who were always competing. You mm -hmm. know, and and you know. You know, getting together and, you know, and killing each other and then right. getting together in order right. to create, like, different parts of the sky and man and so right. forth. Right, 
you know, and then, um, you know, I mean, there's a lot of similarities. There's a lot of differences. The one interesting thing that's kind of cool and the kind of relating to your, you know, sitting in your little dinghy in the water yeah, looking yeah. up is this idea of water. Right. I mean, now when, when we go, like, you know, exploring mm-hmm. other planets, I mean, what's the first thing we look for? You know, we look oh, at, that's right. We look yeah, at the water. Look at the water that's right. Why? Well, that's where life is because that's yeah. kind of how we relate to the to the universe. Sure. That was you a know? big creation in, in, in 2017 as far as space is concerned, uh, the finding of water, I believe, in Mars. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's just like, you know, that seems to excite, you know, our very nature, our intellectual nature, our emotional nature, mm-hmm. our spiritual nature is this idea of, of water and and I look upon it, I look at Genesis as like, you know, you look upon it as the birth of a child, like an innocent child. I, I look upon it like a child in a womb. Yeah. You know, I mean, there you are, you know, this little, you know, <coughs> you know, thing of creation without goodness, without evil, without, mm-hmm. you know, any purpose whatsoever. You're just, just in this dark void surrounded by what? A bunch of liquid. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and uh, that's and kind of how we all. Yeah. You know, that's how we all came into this place. And isn't it interesting in Genesis, I'm looking at verse uh, 2, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters. I'm reading NIV. Yeah. It's funny how water was sort of beginning. It sounds like water was even there before light and darkness. Well, yeah, water in a formless void. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, Exactly. And, you know, even if you're um, strictly um, evolutionist, um, you know, the creation of life happened in water. There's all kinds of, you know, crazy beliefs, creationists, evolutionists. There's even people who call themselves dinosaur creationists. Yeah. So I don't know what that is. But I was reading, <laughs> I, was reading I was looking at a YouTube. I mean, I, I do these YouTube. I'm, I'm sure everyone does it as well. These um, I, you know, every now and then when I'm just completely bored, mm-hmm. I just jump on YouTube and watch, you know, what people have on there. And right. it's like a vortex. Like you watch one and then there's another and there's, there's another. But That's there's right. a couple who have like – the creation of life, and I think Neil deGrasse Tyson has one where he talks about there are these asteroids that hit on Earth, or I guess what what will become Earth, mm-hmm. and these asteroids have crystallites, crystals in them, which are water, which is H2O. Mm-hmm. I mean, and you can read, I, you can even look on Wikipedia or whatever, that every, bo- every piece of, every body of water that we have right now is really from space. And I'm sure, you know, someone who who is a Christian may say, well, wait a minute, you know, what about the creation? Well, it it doesn't deviate from, what I'm saying doesn't deviate from the Bible. How do we know that these crystals didn't come from God? I mean, where did these crystals come from? I mean, it's still a mystery in science. It says in Genesis that there was chaos. Now, define chaos in terms you'll understand. No, I mean, exactly. you know, we're, we're talking about, mm-hmm. you're talking about something infinite and, uh, and complex. Right. And, I no. mean, there are a lot of people who are hung up. There are Christians who are like, oh, I don't want to hear about evolution and, and Big Bang Theory because I got that the, I, from the Bible. I got the Bible. I got my laws. I got everything I need right, right here. Right? And they're the, they're the <laughs> evolutionists. They're the scientists who are like, well, forget about the Bible. Forget about Adam and Eve and all that stuff. I still believe that I can believe science and the Bible at the same time. There's no reason why these crystals that came from space didn't come from God, mm-hmm. especially if, you know, water, as we see in verse 2, was the first thing that, that happened. I think, I think however you reflect upon it, mm-hmm. you're reflecting upon God as the creator. 
You just are. Yeah. I mean, when you're when you're when you're using your imagination with these things, mm-hmm. or you're using your intellect, mm-hmm. or you're using your reason or whatever, mm-hmm. what you're always doing, what, to me, which is exciting about, it, is you're always reflecting on God, the Creator. Right. And this story simply says, you know, hope and chaos, mm-hmm. order and love. Right. You know, it's right. it's, it's just a. It's just a basic little like, you know, you have chaos in your lives. Mm-hmm. How do you find hope? Right. I mean, <laughs> how do you do it? You know, it, 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 it's not telling you to do it. It's not telling you how to do it. It's, it's kind of just opening the door. Right. Yeah. I mean, you know, like, mm-hmm. you know, watching a YouTube video about, you know, water coming from space. That's, that's got to be pushing your creativity in a way. Mm-hmm. Or, or your expectation or hope in some way. It does yeah. me. Yeah. Anyway. It's an incredible mystery. I mean, I get excited about it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, the, you know, we can talk about the historical context of this, but I, you know, I, I don't think that's important. I think it's important to find out what, you know, what, what's it saying in our lives? Yeah. And know? what does creation, what does us, um, and Genesis isn't necessarily starting over again, unless you believe that there was a universe prior to this universe. I mean, Marvel, you know, I'm thinking about Marvel Comics. You know, they always talk about, you know, the, the universe prior to the universe and, like, Galactus came from a universe prior to this. And was there a universe prior? What, what, what was what was before the Big Bang Theory? What was before this? Something had to come from something. But when I think about Genesis and how it relates to our lives right now in 2018, every year we begin again. Every year we... Um, you know, there there's some folks who have a ritual of cleaning their house because they want to bring in the new year and a fresh, clean house. I think my mom does that. Um, I don't know if yours does. Um, <laughs> but um, it's maybe in her dreams. Right. But there, when I think about beginning again and when I think about cleaning a house to start the new year afresh, it's throwing out the old junk. It's throwing out the, the excess yeah. things that, that just don't matter anymore. And even in our own personal lives, whether it be whether it be a tangible thing, like I don't know something you have in the refrigerator that doesn't belong, or something intangible like an old grudge, mm-hmm. start anew. Yeah. Just start anew. Just throw away the stuff that you don't need anymore, and just it, it, this is a fresh piece of paper. Mm-hmm. You know, every time I start a new journal entry, uh, it's on a Word document. That Word document has nothing on it the, the very first year. But the, it's what it, it's not only what it doesn't have on it; it's what came before. Yeah, you know, I mean, <clears throat> you know, right before that moment. Yeah, I think about baptism. I think about yep. all the. I think about all those people going down to the muddy waters of Jordan, and you yeah. know, and, yeah. uh, and 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 just you know, taking a chance that they can have a restart. That that they can have this restart. Mm-hmm. That they can that they can be, you know. You know, take it away from the chaotic, you know, parts of their lives mm-hmm. and have a personal sense of order. And I'm not talking about, like, doing the right thing and abiding the laws, and, yeah. you know, and paying your taxes and, you know, cleaning out your fridge. I'm talking about, like, wanting this to happen and having it happen. Yep. And, uh, and that's... That's the expectation and, and the hope and, and, the, and the beauty about you know, feeling that peace, feeling mm-hmm. that. I, mean, I wanted to turn to another sure. um, little bit here. 
And this is in Mark. It's mm-hmm. Mark chapter 1, verses uh, 9 through 11. Okay. If I could read that in this, in this sure. crappy Bible I have, which I'm <laughs> not really thrilled about, but it, it does the purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, Mark, Mark what chapter? Mark chapter 1, verses 9 through 11. Okay. And I'll know, just read it. About that time, Jesus came from Nazareth of Galilee, and John baptized him in the Jordan River. While he was coming up out of the water, um, Jesus saw heaven splitting open and the spirit like a dove coming down on him. And there was a voice from heaven, you are my son whom I dearly love and you I find happiness. Yeah, (coughs) that's a great, great um, verse right there. Well, I think about that and I think when we talked about especially in the New Testament and we and we read the apostles versions yeah. of things i always think about things and like you know go into each character mm-hmm. you know we have mark the character who's narrating this mm-hmm. and then you have god's voice and and then think about christ being there and all the disciples hearing this and witnessing this i yeah. mean it's just you know it it must have been peace for Everybody there. This must have been just like a party. Yeah. I can't imagine any other way to look at it. It's just like, here they all are, splashing in the water. Here comes this light and this mm. voice saying, isn't this great? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I love this. This voice from heaven going like, I love all this. Yeah. This yeah. is, a, I approve. This is what good stuff is. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if that isn't a reset, you know, that's a, that's a, to me, that's a kind of Genesis 1. Yeah, yeah. You know, because it's like, it's all going to happen. It's all good stuff. Yeah, this wonderful analogy of water. I mean, when I think about, you know, when we have to uh, clean ourselves, go to the, uh, sh- take a shower or take a bath, mm-hmm. go in the water, it cleans off the dust, the dirt, we come out, we're refreshed, we're anew. Uh, and we are out to, and we go out into the world. It's funny because I have um, so the the book the Bible that I have this King James version NIV version New Living and New American Standard Bible. You probably have a better version of this Mark verse. Well, uh, chapter eleven uh, it ends. You mean verse eleven? I'm sorry, verse eleven. That's what I meant. Yeah. Um, Thou art my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. That's uh, King James version. Mm-hmm. Um, you are my Son, whom I love, and you I am well pleased. NIV, NIV, and you are my beloved son, and I am fully pleased with you, <laughs> New Living Translation, and you are my beloved son, in you I am well pleased. Uh, that's the uh, New American Standard Bible. So, being pleased, I mean, you know, like thinking, I remember when I uh, first, um, when I was baptized, and the notion that God is pleased with me is, is a wonderful thing. So you were, you were like a young man when you were baptized, huh? Yeah, I was baptized twice. I was baptized <laughs> once when I was seven and then uh, when I was 21. Okay. Sort of uh, redoing it. What, no, I'm, I'm sorry, not 21, 18, 19. Oh, wow. But it was one of those things where instead of, I mean, both times I wanted to do it. It's not like my parents were like, listen, you're going to do this thing whether you like it or not. Mm-hmm. Um, See, I was just like they they do it to in the physical church. They do it before you can even like you know breathe correctly. Oh sure, you know? I'm sh- I mean I'm sure Catholics who are listening are like, well, hey, I was a baby, you know, I was sprinkled and no, they did it as soon as possible in case yeah. something happened. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. 
but I remember, um, did we have we ever talked about? Maybe I'm sure in another podcast we've talked about when we gave our lives to God. Um, but I remember this is this is a real quick story. So uh, my grandfather passed away, and um, my mother had a habit of taking me to these um, B movies, these horror movies, mm-hmm. and there was a movie called Squirm, which are about killer worms, and it's sort of a silly movie. Um, in the seventies, they had a lot of these crazy uh, movies, and so. I'm in the backyard, and um, Dad is asking me to move a log in the backyard. Mm-hmm. And I move the ba- I move the log, and there are these worms popping out. And I'm like, "Yeah!" <laughs> and Dad's like, "Oh, stop it! You know, pick up that thing and move it." So, in any case, my grandfather passes away, and um, you know, there's a funeral, and um, I ask my dad, and I'm at seven years old at this time. I'm like, "Well, what's going to happen to the body?" And Dad's like, "Well, they're going to put it in the ground." And I thought about the worms. <laughs> Each I'm, I'm sure I've told you the story before. Yeah, yeah, I think you have. Yeah, and um, and Dad was like, "No, no, that's the body, but his soul is in heaven. Mm-hmm. You know, he's pure. He's you know, there's no dirt, there's no mud, there's, there's no bugs or anything on him, on the spirit. Mm-hmm. His spirit has risen up." And I was like, "Okay, that's what I want for me. I want you know that I, I want to be baptized." And he says, "Listen, you can't." You can't get to heaven unless you are a Christian and you have to be baptized to be a Christian. And I was like, okay, I want to be baptized. And that was when I was seven years old. And then as an adult, uh, I was, there was a, a church group that I was with, and they were like, well, you know, you're a kid. You didn't really know what you were doing. You got to do it again. So I did it again. So, yeah. What, what was your story? Well, no, I was just like uh, – I was uh, like I was just baptized when I was a kid. But, yeah. then, uh, you know, I think in high school we had like a lot of these real Baptist uh, – um, People in church is like, you got to come to our church and we got to mm-hmm. save you. No, oh, yeah, we've got to save you. We've got to save you. You got to get saved. And I'm like, well, I'm not lost, or I'm not, <laughs> I'm not in peril. Um, so I really don't feel like I'm. I mean, I was, I was kind of a little bit of a rebel too, and a you know, a teenager, and I kind of decided I, I really, I, I don't need to be listening to this, you know, this rhetoric from from all these people. Yeah, but yeah, they they were like, you know. You, you know, we, we like you, and we want you to, you know, to be okay and go to heaven. You know, the reason why we're doing this is because we want you, you know, you know, we care about your your, your well-being. Mm-hmm. You know, we're concerned about you. And I'm like, you don't need to be concerned about me. I think I'll be, I'm going to be all right. Mm-hmm. You know, I understand, but I'm going to be just fine. But they, you know, they felt like, oh, no, you, you know, you. You don't understand. You know, you, you need this. Mm. You need mm. this. You know more than you know. And you know, I I, I I get what they were doing now. Yeah. But at the time, I just thought they were just you know, just you know just being intrusive. You know, not like I'm going to go out and save anybody or baptize anybody. It's just that I understand the zeal about it mm-hmm. now a yeah. little bit better than I did. You know, it's like I really I really want people to. To feel a, a rebirth, if they can, you know, oh, I, sure. I, under, yeah. I understand how skeptical, you know, one can be about it. But when mm-hmm. you, when, when we're looking at the chapter and we're looking at these words and we're looking at, you know, we're trying to understand, oh, what's it telling us to do? What's mm-hmm. it telling us to mm-hmm. do? It's telling us to, to take that creative spirit, yeah, and try and reform the negative. And chaotic parts of our lives, yeah. So that we can feel different, so that we can feel like that, you know, like 
when John Baptist Christ uh, baptized Christ in the in the Jordan. Mm-hmm. You know, the heavens opened up, the light came out, and everybody had a party, and 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 felt, you know, mm-hmm. just loved, just absolute lo- loved by each other, loved by the situation, the world, mm-hmm. the you know, the earth, the sky. Yeah, it was all a good time. Yeah. It was all a beautiful, good time. And, yeah. you know, I imagine, you know, the disciples being with Christ, he must have just been irresistible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you yeah. know, just this kind of like, man, I want to go party with him all the time. Yeah. You know, you know I didn't know that we would, go, we would talk so much about baptism, but baptism is, is a very important thing. It's a very personal thing. You know, I don't. I guess our podcast is really about fellowship. We're fellowshipping to you, the listener. Mm-hmm. And. I don't know if I've ever in my life at told someone, "Hey, you need to bapt- you need to get baptized. You need to get saved." I don't think I've I've told people to do that either. And um, when it comes to baptism, I can only tell you why I did, mm-hmm. and um, I did because um, I I don't want to live in a world where there is no God. I don't want to believe that 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 I have you know two eyes and nose, a, a, a mouth, and I you know I live on a planet which is the only living planet that <laughs> that I know of and it just happened just out of coincidence. Yeah. I believe there's an order to things and even if I don't quite understand it all I have to acknowledge that something is there. And it's the reason why I believe and there's so many things that have happened in my life which has let me know me personally that there is a god. I mean I could talk about how I ran away from home and how you know 6 hours later I was found. Mm-hmm. And anything could have happened to me on the streets of D.C. Um, but if you're thinking about bapt, if you're thinking about giving yourself to Christ, let's say if you're listening and you're not really sure, um, really, really look within yourself. I mean, ask yourself, you know, what is this itch that you have? I mean, there's got to be a curiosity. There's a reason why you're listening to this podcast. There's a reason why you you're curious about, you know, whether you want to give yourself or not, or maybe re give yourself, you know, maybe you made a commitment to God, but you strayed away from it. Um, you know, God is still there. I I always, I think someone had a statement. Um, even if you don't believe in God, he still believes in you. You know, (laughs) one of the things that I was telling you about uh, off mic when we were studying, when I was studying for this on Wednesday, we were asked the question, where, where have you felt God's, presence in your life and think of some uh, time or times right, right. and I sort of like put a damper on everything by saying well the two times that I think of that I've felt God's presence I didn't really feel it I mm-hmm. wa- I yearned for it yeah one was when I was at you know I, I'd spent a year at college and I came back home with my tail between my legs not mm-hmm. knowing what I wanted to do with my, my mm-hmm. life and mm-hmm. really Hating the fact that I was back with my parents, yeah, you know, and I, I, and, never I and I just went like, "Oh God, get me out of this situation." I yeah. prayed, and I just like was like, "Please, please, deliver me from this. This is not the life that I wanted." Right. And uh, and then the second time was when uh, my first wife and uh, we were just we'd just been going out together yeah. for a year, and mm-hmm. I got her pregnant, mm-hmm. and uh, she w- did not want that baby, and so I. Went with her and held her hand at the at the clinic, mm-hmm. you know. She had a procedure done, and I at that time I also like prayed. Oh man, this is a crap situation. Yeah, how I wish I weren't here right now, mm-hmm. dealing doing this thing that I that we're doing. Yeah, 
you know, and I felt I felt responsible for it happening. Mm-hmm. I felt responsible for the whole yeah the whole business of it. And, I'm, in, I'm in there it, too, and I'm it's like yeah, Craig. Well, what you're not talking about God's presence in your life. No, God didn't speak with me, mm-hmm. even though I I was like calling upon him. But mm-hmm. here I am now, yeah, reflecting upon these situations, mm-hmm. and to me, that was mm-hmm. that was a connection. Yeah, just just the fact that out of that chaos, yeah, I'm here now. Mm-hmm. You know, understanding it, yeah, reconciling it, mm-hmm. and having it build a certain character and giving me a focus of some place else to go where I have a closer yeah. bond with with the realities of of the, of the chaos of the spiritual chaos mm-hmm. and the, and the context of an expectation and a hope yeah. for a better yeah. um, order but and a better connection yeah. it's i know it, i know that the, mm-hmm. the two don't seem to go together, but that's kind of yeah. That's kind of where I'm getting at with but, this. With yeah, this. but wouldn't you, wouldn't you say that in each of those two situations, you had to sort of let go of something to be free? Oh yeah, I had to. Yeah, I had to re- relent. Right. You know, I had, I had to release. You know, my despair and hope and yeah. start hoping. Right. You know, and, and, yeah. and start wanting it. Yeah, and you it know? ties into the analogy that I gave about you know, like the spring cleaning or the the cleaning for the new year. You know, like for every um, you know when you when we're born again, we walk away from the world and step into the Word. Yeah, and the, the Babylonians when they the created light. this Genesis story, right. the whole purpose of it was so that they could, you know, get rid of some of this lawless chaos that was going on. Right. And, and and establish some kind of hope for their people. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was the whole purpose of of you know creating this Genesis story. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I and mean, you can look at it any way you want. You can look at it like, well, it just happened. Mm-hmm. You know, like an asteroid just kind of fell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or you can look at it like there was purpose to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, a grand creator created it. Mm-hmm. But the point is, is that the people asked for it. They needed it, and they created it too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, they made it happen too. Yeah. I mean, Jesus didn't have to go walk and get baptized. He didn't have to do it. Mm-hmm. He participated in it. Right. Because, hey, I'm a guy. Mm-hmm. You know, my father made me a guy, mm-hmm. a regular guy mm-hmm. that's going to get baptized, that's going to hang out, mm-hmm. it's going to do all, you know, all the things that you guys do. Mm-hmm. So you can see, so we can see together. Yeah, what godliness and humanness mm-hmm. has in common, you know, what, right. it, what we share. Yeah, you know, and that's that's the that's the purpose of it to me. Yeah, the incredible yeah. gift. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, so all this water stuff is just a nice metaphor. It is. It's know? a it's a wonderful metaphor of you know renewal mm-hmm. of uh, of cleanliness. I mean, I'm I've got this cold, and you know, I'm <laughs> drinking tea, which is really just water with a tea bag in it. Right on. And it's uh, healing me. So, um, but yeah, it's and, and I think the the button, if there's a button within this entire podcast, is renewal uh, of um, whether it be if you want to um, get baptized or if you want to just let go of uh, whatever old grudges or old things that you have, to you can start this year 2018 anew. Um, yeah, we're, we're 
we're following a calendar, I guess. That's right. And everybody, everybody this week is going to be uh, mm-hmm. you know, working on this yeah. chapter. I, I, I think because it's uh, some kind of I, I, this this first Sunday after the Epiphany, you know, is is supposed to be the start mm-hmm. of of a new year. Yeah. And so we're trying to kind of evoke that mm-hmm. that that feeling of, of talking about beginnings. Yeah. I guess. Was there a psalm? Um, Usually there's like a psalm tract or whatever that is, or not not this time. I didn't I, I didn't check to see. I had the psalms for the Advent. Oh, okay, but uh, <laughs> I don't really have a psalm no. for today. Oh no no no! I didn't want to ca- catch you off guard or whatever. No no, that's okay. Um, uh, for those of you who are looking for that ancient Babylonian mm-hmm. text, yeah, um, that they you know that that had that creation, it's called the uh, uh, Enuma Elish. I hope I'm saying it right. E n u m a e l i s h, and uh, you can you can Google that or or look it up. There's a, a lot of interesting things. We can go in on and on about it. They're, mm-hmm. they're, they they of course you you can imagine what all these archaeologists and, and mm-hmm. theologists and you know all these religious people and scholars are yeah they're back and forth all over yeah. about this. It's Craig, like, you may have talked about this before, but. There must have been a part just recently, within the last couple of years, that renewed your faith in Christ or renewed your faith in in, <coughs> in Christianity. What was it? What was it that um, sort of pushed you back in? Uh, I, I'm not sure exactly. I know I just really desired. Uh, uh, um, so there wasn't one event or, or no? Okay, no, no, not that I, not that I, I can, I, I can realize. Mm-hmm. But I, but I know that I've, I've been yearning to, you know, to get back to church. Yeah. And I, I think I just like told Daisy about it over, and she goes, "Oh, just do it. <laughs> you know, just, just go, just go." Yeah, yeah. You know, and and I thought, you know, I, I, like I, I thought I was going for my own kind mm-hmm. of my own selfish spiritual reasons. Like, yeah. I, hey, I need I need to get like you know, I need to get back into this. I need to kind of like mm-hmm. you know feel. You know that connection again. Yeah. You know, but what I found out is, is you know, in order to for that to happen, it's not just about me. It's about connecting with other people. Exactly. The, the fellowship mm-hmm. and and there's a lot of ministries and people that need. And yeah. You know, turns out I, I picked a, a church with a lot of like you know, you know, pre-centarians. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I want to say like really old people. Yeah. And so like. You know, they they have a lot of, you know, desire sure. to participate, but they need a lot of help. Well, yeah, and, yeah, uh, they, they need a lot of the they, resources. They, yeah. they, they, need, they, they, they need the church, and, yeah. they, and they need younger people to come in and kind of yeah. help them yeah. sustain it. Yeah. And, and, and I, was, I was seeing this, and, of course, the priest that was there, he's, mm-hmm. he's younger than me, mm-hmm. and so he has a lot of vigor. Yeah. And he's – it's wiping him out, even though he's a young yeah. guy, you know. And so, like, you know, I felt like I felt like, an, you know, I felt like, okay, I, I have, you know, not only am I, you know, getting my spiritual rocks mm-hmm. off, yeah, but I have a sense of purpose, here. yeah, yeah. And, and and so for then, then I don't know, mentioned it to you, yeah. And then all of a sudden, we've we're, been, we're doing this, yeah, we're doing this, and it's yeah. been going on, I don't know, a few months. That's and, exactly right, and yeah. 
and I'm, I'm very, very much yeah. enjoying it and hoping that yeah. and what's interesting, you are too. Oh, of course, of course. No, this is fantastic. This is exactly what I need. And right. I think about it in like the new year. You had mentioned people have their workout memberships and, you know, like, oh, yeah, I got to get back on the oh, heard, Yeah, I was telling you, I heard a lot of people say they got their, they mm-hmm. realize they have a gym membership. Yeah. <laughs> and and <laughs> it reminds me of like, let's say a Christianity membership. You know, people are yeah. like, oh, yeah, I believe in God. and But oh, let's yeah. say they don't go to church or they don't really. And all of a sudden. They need, just like what you're saying, other people to sort of, you know, it's all about the bonding with, with other people. And sometimes you need someone else yeah. to sort of jar you out of complacency. Well, like I was saying, you were asking me, is it one big, mm-hmm. you know, kind of eureka right. moment? And I, no, it's it was one kind of yearning, just mm-hmm. like a like like a dull pain, like, oh, man, like, oh, I got to do this. Yeah. I got to get around to doing this till finally doing it. Right. And then all of a sudden it's like. Wow, I need to do this on Saturday, and I need to do this mm-hmm. on Wednesday. Right. And I've got to go over there and help them with this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, there's a sense of purpose and community that's mm-hmm. just kind of come with it. Yeah. You know, a lot of it I asked for. A lot of it I didn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just kind of, like, yeah. fell into. Yeah. So, But I'm sure a lot of those folks are, are very happy that you're there because, you know, you're helping them out. and I hope so. Well, yeah. well you know, it's... It, it, I hope so. Mm-hmm. You know, I, it feels that way. Yeah, yeah, it feels that way. So, so for those folks in 2018 who are looking to sort of renew, hopefully we can give you a, a boost into getting back into the Christian world. You know, getting back into your church or or another church because yeah. um, someone's waiting for you. You know, yeah, you, to and you're not just, just helping people. Yeah, yeah. You know, we get, we're we're going to be uh, mm-hmm. we're going to be going through this uh, you know crazy. Government and and, yeah. and, and goofiness for, yeah. for a while now. Yeah. We're and in all we have each other. Yeah, all we have are each other. Yeah, all we really have are each other. So it, even if it's a matter of just you know just doing it out of the goodness of your heart mm-hmm. or doing something because you know it's the right thing to do, it's uh, you know, mm-hmm. I'm not, I don't want to be didactic and tell people you got to get saved, you got to go get baptized, yeah. you got to go <laughs> you got to go to church. I mean, you know, that's just what yeah. that's just that, what that's, I, your, that's your personal opinion. That's I just mean, what that, works for me. Yeah. I mean, know? that's between you and you yeah. the listener and uh, and your relationship yeah. with God. Like you were saying the minister was saying, you know, when was the last time God spoke to you? Mm-hmm. And he was asking all of the folks. Well, yeah, and the uh, and the other priest was uh, said it was like, "Go out, be creative." mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Yeah. Well, you know, okay. Mm-hmm. That works. Sure. Do that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. Yeah, I, I compare I compare ministers to like football coaches. Like you know, we're in the middle of there's going to be the playoffs. As a matter of fact, the playoffs is will be happening today. I think the Chiefs are playing the. Oh, I can't remember. Um, somebody, some some team. I think the Titans. But in any case, ministers are like uh, football coaches, and you know they have to give a speech every Sunday. To motivate people to, you know, <laughs> get them excited about God and about themselves and how God can yeah, sure they run out of their lives. To say, well, sure, they? sure. So I'm sure <laughs> the, uh, that guest minister was doing the exact same thing. Yeah. He but was, um, yeah, was but when I think about my role as a Christian, it's almost like a player. It's like either, you're either on the bench, warming up the bench, or you're on the field making a play. Yeah. And, you know, um, you were on the bench and you went out there and, you know, you're making plays for all sorts of people uh, within the community. I like it. I like I like making the plays. Yeah. <laughs> I do. It's mm-hmm. it's a lot more fun than being on the bench. Exactly. Being on the bench is safe. Yes. I mean, you know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. You know, 
You know, right. You know what to expect. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you know, getting out there and, and doing something, you don't know what's going to happen. Right, exactly. <laughs> and, how, and how God will move you and use you as a utensil. Hopefully. You know. Hopefully, and hopefully. I, and I believe that's our, um, that's our role. That's what God wants us to be, to do. Well, so are we winded up? I guess so. Okay. Sounds all right. You yeah. You a long day today. Uh, yeah, exactly. So uh, I'll let you uh, I open it up in prayer so you yeah. can close it up. Sure. Well, I just want to say thank you. Thank you, Lord, for letting us come together again and uh, enjoy your word. Um, we understand uh, uh, a lot of things, but a lot of things we still need your guidance in and uh, and your words here and your inspiration mean a lot. Um, I think about when uh, you know, Christ was walking the earth and, and inspired all of us to love and be creative and that's what I hope we can continue to do. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right. All right. One bites the dust for uh, the first one of 2018. So here's my end bullet. Um, faith is a podcast to anyone. You may not believe at all. You may be Muslim, Jewish, agnostic, or atheist. You may have a you may have had a horrible experience in the church, which has made you turn your back on God. You can still have faith. We ask you to listen to this podcast, even challenge us on Facebook, on SoundCloud, and share what you feel. Don't feel alienated because we speak of what we believe. The Bible has been around for thousands of years, and even now, in the age of the Internet and social media and great technology, it still has a message for all of us. You can listen to this podcast. Well, you're listening to it already, but you can tell your friends. You can listen to it on the Apple Podcast app or on iTunes if you have a laptop or a desktop. Just open up your iTunes app. Click on Store. You're not going to buy anything. Go on the search engine on the upper right-hand side and search for you got to have faith. You can find us. If you're an Android user... Download SoundCloud, the SoundCloud app, or you can um, just go on SoundCloud.com, search for us, and you will find us. Thank you for listening, and God bless. God bless, Ray. All right, and we are out. And make you shout sometime, I want the whole, whole.